Good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm a guy with a camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious rambling. <laughs> Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Albert. Straight yeah. after work. Straight after work, how are you? Pretty, I'm actually like the best I've been in a week and a bit now. Yeah? After being sick and injured myself, so. All rested? Yeah, rested enough. Yeah, getting there. Getting there, how are you? Yeah, good. Good. I am a little bit sore, to be honest. From all the anal? All the anal, yeah. Gangbang. <laughs> Gangbang in Frio <laughs> on the weekend. Nah, I went and played some cricket with Mason. Oh, okay. So I went after work to the cricket nets. Mm. Bowled for the whole time, so about 40 minutes. And I knew, because I hadn't bowled for maybe 10 months or so, or even longer, that mm. I was going to be feeling it the next day. And it hurts to, to cough. So oh, even yeah. if I cough, it hurts. Yeah. All so, the muscles on my so. back and around my chest and shoulders are all just really sore. Yeah. So I'm feeling a little bit sore, but it was good. It was good fun. I think the Saturday when we went and watched him, I was thinking, oh, I wouldn't mind um, rolling the old arm over again, having yeah. a go. So yeah, went pretty well. Actually bought some leggies and... Some chin music? There was a few leggies <laughs> actually. Mason bought a, a new pink ball because oh, yeah. the light wasn't great. Actually, it was not too bad, but we went and played at around about six o'clock. So he yeah. went and bought a pink ball. I used that, and I got some to bounce quite high. Yeah, got right. a bit of pace, not your pace, but uh, kept them honest. I'd My say. Uh, fast mediums. Your fast mediums. I'm more of a medium. Medium slow. Anyway, we've got. Um, yeah, what do we have here? Our beer. Uh, this one is. It's a Lucky Bay Brewery. Yep. It's a straight WA beer again. From Esperance. Yes, I did put that down. It's a uh, the Duke Hazy Nipa New England Pale Ale, India Pale Ale. So this one is a vibrant combination of late hopping in this Hazy Nipa creates a feeling of post-harvest euphoria. The hopping makes sense in two ways. There's yeah. a kangaroo on the front. Oh, okay. And obviously the hops. So this says, be ready to slip into a parallel universe of holiday bliss whenever exposed to this beer. Okay. So let's see how it goes. We've got a smooth, low bitter beer with juicy tropical fruit character. I'm looking forward to this actually. It looks like something I'm going to like. Viva. Viva. It's 4.2%. IBU? You know what? I found the IBU and I didn't put it down. I feel like it was 20 or something. No, it's not, that's not bitter at all. Let's just say 20. 20? Yeah, because the other beer I got today, I went on that on the on the brewery's website. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find any information about the beer. I had to find some independent review of it with all their details. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I have to pick up their game. I like this beer. You can knock at the door. The old door. The, the front old, door. The old ghost. No, oh, okay. God, don't lock us in. We've only got a bottle of, of whiskey to sustain us. So hopefully, <laughs> the sound is a little bit better. We're up on the second floor, away from. Or not in a big room, in a dungeon. Mm. Albert's dungeon. This is a separate dungeon. This is, yeah, the guest room. Yeah. Did you watch the, the sorry, did you watch the soccer? Uh, which one? Australia, Argentina. No, yes. Yes, oh, we spoke about this on Sunday, didn't we? Didn't we record the podcast before the soccer? Oh, okay, we did. Yeah. Uh, yes, so, because it was, did we? <laughs> because I feel like it was definitely not on Monday morning, because I wouldn't have been up at 3am. Sunday, Sunday morning? It was Sunday morning. Yeah, so I did watch the second half. Yeah. Because I was planning on waking up at 3am to watch the entire game. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a soccer person, really. 
And anyway, I woke up at three and I thought, fuck this shit, it's too late, I'm going to be up too, too early in the morning. Yeah. So I'm not going to worry about it. But then I laid in bed for like an hour just thinking, what if I'm missing the greatest victory Australia's ever had and, <laughs> and I'm missing out because I'm too lazy. Yeah. So I got up about four o'clock and yeah, it was two, two nil, so I wasn't missing the greatest victory Australia had ever seen. No, but they came back and... They did, a lucky goal. Lucky goal, true. Yeah, and then the second, the goal, there was a very close goal right in like the dying 20 seconds or something. Yeah. That would have been incredible. That would have been amazing. Massive. Then it would have been worth getting up. But anyway... So that was a bit disappointing, but I think Australia did did well to get there. Yeah. I would say over overachieved. Overachieved, yeah. While Definitely two victories. Two victories. While Switzerland had an absolute shocker. Six. Six one against six. Portugal. Did you, I watched a little bit of Spain and Morocco? Yeah, Spain are out. When, yeah, yeah, because I was watching, thinking, wow, Morocco. Are, I think they might might get this. Yeah, I gathered that from the fifteen minutes I watched. <laughs> Um, so should they've been playing well they've got a few real really good players yeah and they have probably overachieved as well I'd say so yeah we'll see how that happens, see how mm. happens. so is France v England happening yeah when I'm not sure it's probably happened already Who, who's your team in the remaining World Cup well France or England who are you going for uh, well probably France can't go for the old enemy England yeah, yeah. <laughs> with my German background. <laughs> um, although the French and the Germans weren't exactly best pals. No, they're not either. Are they? um, but, you know, I like France. It's a yeah. nice country. Yeah. Yeah, so who are you Some got? good memories. Drinking a beer in a, in a department in a store. It was a pub, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a pub. <laughs> Those fucking French, eh? I remember trying to, you know, that you get told, do the right thing. Yeah. Say hello. Bonjour. Uh, bonjour. And you walk in and then they like, oh, all good, you know, you, at least you tried. Yeah. But then I was trying to order a quiche Lorraine, yeah. how you would say it in Australia, quiche Lorraine. And then the French chick behind the counter is like, oh, you mean quiche Lorraine? It's like, no, I mean quiche Lorraine, bitch. Give me my fucking, <laughs> give me my fucking egg and bacon pie. <laughs> anyway, how was the rest of your week? The last two days since I've seen you. Yeah, been pretty good. Went to the beach in the morning. This morning, this morning was really nice. Right, it was so. pretty cold. Yeah. It was a strong easterly going, but... Was good. The we've we're playing golf this Saturday. Mm. It's been a long time. Fremantle, yeah. Frio, have you played that before? No, no. I'm just looking forward to the post uh, golf beverage and lunch. Yeah, true. Wherever we decide, but the course looks okay. I hope they haven't uh, sanded and, and called the greens because I drove past you up golf course this morning. Yeah. And they've sanded the greens. And you're a really good putter, so putting is my well, you know, lots of my game is pretty strong, but. <laughs> But it's just, yeah, it makes it a bit crappy when the greens aren't, you know, ready to go. Yeah. So hopefully they haven't done that. Yeah, looking forward to that. What else has happened in your world? Nothing. So. Oh. What? OnlyFans. Yeah. This OnlyFans, why aren't we... <laughs> Fuck the podcast. <laughs> right? We need a sex tape and an OnlyFans page. Because I'm looking at this Jessica Power lady. She yeah. was on uh, Married at First Sight. Yeah. And she's making like a hundred. She said a hundred thousand dollars is a bad month, and I don't think she does any like actual porn, mm. just boobies and and some stuff. Uh, but she said she got ninety thousand dollars off of one topless picture. How much do you reckon you'd get for your nipples? I don't care if I get a thousand dollars a month. It's a thousand dollars a month more than I have now, right? And all I have to do is just make some salad and squeeze my nips or something. <laughs> I don't know. But I can picture you. Rash vest, Ben. Yeah. And everyone sees you with the rash vest on. You're like, yeah. do you like this angle? Do you like this angle? Yeah. How about this side nipple? I could do try on hauls for <laughs> rash vests. 
And just put a little hole in it. Yeah, like the uh, Janet Jackson <laughs> exposing nipple, or I could clean in a G-string or something. Just like, the money out there, but I don't think anyone's gonna pay. It doesn't matter, even like I said. I reckon you could get a niche market. Yeah, just like pale, pale white, pale white cleaning guy. Yeah. That could be my, my tag, but it's just outrageous. I want the money, and I don't care what I have to do to do it. <laughs> so, you don't wanna, you're not keen? No. You don't have to show your face. Just your penis. Just the dignity. Yeah, I don't have any of that. Well, I think you'll lose it. That's what I don't, can't lose what you don't have. Can you imagine that rocking up to family events or with yeah. mates? And, oh yeah, do you see that? Do you see Ben in this photo yesterday? Because or... yeah, I thought about it a little. Bit. Actually, if people are saying that, you're yeah. saying thanks for subscribing. Right? Thanks for <laughs> like and subscribe. I was thinking about it. So, what would happen is I'd make an OnlyFans and I'd rub one out on camera, and I'd have no subscribers, and there would just be a video of me jerking off on the internet. Yeah. With nothing to show for it, but if that if I made like hundred thousand dollars a month, then I probably wouldn't care. I'd be like, everyone's going, oh Ben, I can't believe you put that video on. I was like, what's that? I can't hear you in my Lamborghini. It's <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to dabble. You're going to have a go. You're not going to tell anyone. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're going to rock up with this gold chain and massive clock. So if I rock up somewhere and I've got a brand new like um, Mazda 3 BMW or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, something like nice. A Mazda 3 with custom number plates. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got that again. Like, yeah, like but if I imagine, yeah, so I rock up and I'm driving a, I don't know, like a Bugatti or something. Are you going to just jump on OnlyFans and just trying to find my OnlyFans video? I reckon S I'll try and find your account. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to watch stuff like that, man. I think we'd, I think you'd be curious. <laughs> <laughs> you you say what's he done here? How? Top fans, Albert. <laughs> Albert. Yeah, I only have one fan, Albert. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, my week was recorded a podcast, edited a podcast, got ready for this podcast, got some new glasses that made me look like a ninety-year-old woman. Bought some beer for this podcast. Tacos. Yes. Have we spoke about this before? I made tacos after seeing a recipe where you get the soft shell taco and the hard shell taco, and you combine the two. Alright. Right, so the soft en envelops the hard. Mm. So you know when you eat hard tacos, they just crumble and it's a mess? Yeah. So you put the soft around it, and you've got like these delicious crunchy tacos, so all the goodness of the crunch, okay. without the mess, and it's amazing. I can't eat tacos any other way now. You, you are such a foodie. Yes. No. But I, don't, I think if you do it, you will not go back. Do you reckon you can blend it? Ah, uh, as long as there's no meat in it, because meat, yeah. Meat is the killer. If we did a veggie one, a vegan one, mm. yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, okay. So, what else have we got? Where's Wally Book? Did you buy one yet? <laughs> no, I haven't yet. For yourself, that is. I really should, though. Yeah. We've got our guest, before we give our guest the call, we're a little bit early. Martial artists. Oh, yeah. Have you, our next guest, we'll introduce him shortly, but mm. I want to ask you, do you have any background in martial arts? I, a little bit, like, I guess like most kids, right, I did some karate for a few years. Yeah. Yeah, so, did that for a little while. I was okay. What belt? Uh, I gave up just before I got to black belt. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> no, I did. I was one grading away from a black belt, and I pulled the pin to, to play cricket instead. Um, but you know, I won a couple of tournaments and did you? Yeah, in kumite in fighting. So you reckon your karate? Do you still know some of it? Oh, I still know them. I still know some of it, but the muscles probably won't allow. Like <laughs> you know, you think you could do like a flying kick, and then you got to do it and you pull your back out and shit your pants. Yeah, that's probably what would happen. But yeah, no, I've still got the, the the knowledge. I still remember some of the the kata, I think. Yeah. As well, yeah. 
Because you did some ninja. I did ninja, yeah. And what belt did I get up to? I think I got up to either a green or a blue. I don't know which is a high one. I can't is that remember. Is that you started? No. <laughs> so white, then yellow, orange, I think maybe green and then mm -hmm. blue. I got up to that. Yeah, yeah. And then that was, I think I was around between eight years and ten years. Mm -hmm. So I did that for a while. Didn't enjoy that much, yeah. but I, I should have maybe done more. I think ninja from memory is a bit of a mixture between judo and karate. Yeah, okay. So we used swords and things like that as well. I remember I had a sword, Pop which sword. was pretty cool. <laughs> and yeah, that, that was alright. I'm not sure if I remember too much, maybe with some movements and... I haven't been in a fight before. Throwing some proper stars. Fight. Yeah, some stars. Yeah, don't, it doesn't matter. When you get into a fight, you just forget everything. And... Who's your favourite martial artist? So martial arts, in my understanding, yeah. my understanding is that it includes boxing, any sort of multi, um, yeah, any type of combat sport. Mm, so uh, I went. There's quite. A, I mean, there's a few that I, I enjoy. I went Chuck Norris <laughs> for a couple of reasons. He is a martial artist. I think he used to. Yeah. You know, he did train with Bruce Lee, or uh, at one point in, in his martial arts career. So he was legit. Yeah. And but he also made a couple of like my favorite movie, action movies when I was a kid. I'm gonna really annoy you now. I've never seen a Chuck Norris movie. No. Or Steven Seagal. Wow. Okay. Chuck. So there was a movie. It was called like Lone Wolf McQuaid. I think. Anyway, it's yeah. just like a typical drunk cop. But he was uh, just his movies, and then there was uh, Missing in Action and. Um, but one of the other reasons I like him is, have you ever heard the Chuck Norris facts? All those weird, funny Chuck Norris facts? I've only seen the memes. Yeah, those ones. So like, when Chuck Norris enters a room, he doesn't turn the lights on, he turns the dark off. <laughs> like yeah. those sorts of things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a few of them. Chuck Norris once climbed Mount Everest in 15 minutes. 14 of those minutes were spent building a snowman at the bottom. <laughs> and what else have we got? If you have five dollars and Chuck Norris has five dollars, Chuck Norris has more money than you. <laughs> That's why I like Chuck Norris. Yeah. He's, he's legit. Some good movies and those fun facts. Who's okay. yours? Who's yours? I would say some of the martial artists I look up to. One was a boxer, Manny Pacquiao. Ah, oh, yeah. I love the way he boxed. I love just how exciting he was, and he was an aggressive boxer, but still. A good counter puncher. I think he was underrated. What uh, and what was really he was welterweight. So okay. it's one forty-seven pounds. So I reckon that is about sixty-seven kilos yeah. or so. Yeah. What was also really unique about him is when he was doing his ring walk, he was smiling and happy and loved the crowd and stuff like that. He yeah. Didn't look focused. Right. And then so he, it'd just be weird because I would be so nervous going into a fight. You've just yeah. trained for say two to three months full-on training like martial arts training boxing mm. and all that yep. so full-on and then to walk into the ring all happy and smiling and and um you know cheers in crowd and all yep. and those type of things and then once he hit the ring once he got into the ring it was like snap yeah serious face so he was just a legend of the sport and obviously i like bruce lee haven't really oh, yeah. seen too many of his movies no i think maybe his legacy it's just that strong, so you sort of you look up to that. And Muhammad Ali, I thought, was also a bit of a polarizing figure. Yeah. At the time, so talented and very outspoken, especially considering 
you know, his race and yeah. back then in the US how how racist they were and how he was just in a different world. Yeah. So I reckon those three are probably the ones I really admire. Admire, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, Muhammad Ali. I guess he was alright. More of a uh, smoking Joe Fraser fan myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this beer is going down. It's going down quickly, isn't it? We've got a little bit left. Should we top top, top them up before hmm. we have our call? Or... Yeah, before we have our call. So the guest we have today is Livio. Livio lives in Sydney. He's originally from Switzerland. He is a good friend of mine. He loves his martial arts. He's done, I think, what's he done? Um, a bit of jiu-jitsu. Krav Maga or Maga or however you say it. Maga. Maga. Uh, karate. Yep. He's really into his karate. Mm. And, and so we're going to... Jiu-jitsu as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, done a bit of that. He's just done a lot of martial arts mm. of all kinds. He's um, also did a self-defense course with him. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, so he was leading the course and he needed me to, oh, okay. to be the guy to flip and <laughs> sort of be oh, the so you weren't like the, yeah. the master tackle? No, I was the... I was the guy who all the people practiced on. Oh, really? <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good guy. It would be interesting to talk about this because I haven't, even though I've known him for a long time, I've never spoken to him about martial arts in great detail. Mm. So let's top up the beer and have a chat. All right, sounds wonderful. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, how are you going? Good evening. Good, how are you? Good, thank you. Let me just quickly turn the camera. Just a bit Oh, good, you've got a glass of beer there. Yeah, we've got a beer. <laughs> Orange juice and water. <laughs> <laughs> That's a martial artist, hey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. How's it going? Yeah, good. We're just in a different room here. It's pretty hot in Perth. Yes, uh, we've just tried a different room, so the sound is a little bit better. Can you hear me okay? I've got the um, earpods. Yeah. Earpods, whatever it's called. Yeah. Can you hear us? Cool. Yeah, very good. Perfect. Cool. Thanks for joining us. That's all right. It, it's been, it feels awkward to speak English with Albert because we always speak Swiss oh. German. <laughs> <laughs> so he speaks Swiss German. <laughs> Albert just have to translate for me. Your English is so good, Olivia. <laughs> That's all right. I, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> How um how are things in Sydney? It's good. It's good. Um, we have some sort of summer now. Um, it's been it's been horrendous with um what's called La Nina. You know the weather, the crazy mm -hmm. weather with the rain, and the, the wind, and everything. And since a few weeks or since a few days, actually, it's really nice and warm. We had a thirty degrees yesterday, which is which is a bit too much for me to be honest. <laughs> for my uh, delicate delicate Swiss um, white skin, so. <laughs> <laughs> But I uh, know it's good. It's good. I mean, we're heading back, um, back, heading back to Switzerland for two months on Monday, which is great. So it's a lot of um, traveling coming up, which is great as well. So um, yeah, I'm excited to be on on the on the podcast with you guys. Yeah, it's been. I've tried to get you on a few times, but you're a very, very, very busy person. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm, um, I'm on so many other podcasts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps me busy. Yeah. Keeps me busy. And then we had you last week, but I was uh, too sick to, to jump on. Yeah, yeah, Elvis said he had a, a bit of a bit of a funny voice. He said, <laughs> yeah. no, no, "No voice at all." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Sydney, you've lived in. You're from Switzerland, so you've lived in Switzerland in a few cities there. You've lived in London, a very big city, and now Sydney. 
What's it like? How does it compare Sydney to London and Switzerland? It's it's very very different. So I think um, well maybe the weather. Let's be honest. Uh, in London, it's raining pretty much every day. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's probably the main difference. Uh, same in Switzerland, and and in, in general, it's just the lifestyle is different. Just more relaxed, people a bit more. I think I can say a bit more friendly here in Australia or in, in Sydney. People are a bit more. You know, they take things easy. In London, it's just too many people in the city, and people are rushing around, and and you know. So that's I think what I enjoy. I'm enjoying most uh, most here in. Uh, in Sydney, but then with, with, the, with the rain having said that, you know, we had the La Nina, like I said before, and uh, I think in, was it early this year, I think in May or June, we had, during two weeks, we had more rain than in London for the whole year, <laughs> so in terms of volume, uh, yeah, it quite, you know, didn't, uh, doesn't quite count what I said before, but um, no, I mean, in general, it's just beautiful, nice and warm, people are friendly, uh, the beaches, of course, and um, Albert knows that I'm not uh, a very keen Swimmer and surfer, so I'm um, I'm just uh, enjoying the other the other um, you know beautiful things you can do in, in Australia. So um, yeah, quite different. Lucky we haven't. I'm surprised we haven't seen you on Bondi Rescue yet. <laughs> uh, you mean on which on which side? On which side? <laughs> Being dra- dragged down the water. The, the one in the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm quite happy. I usually go with my with my kids to the uh, to the kids pool in North Bondi. You know where where you can stay. The water yeah. goes to your uh, onto your knees, so that's that's sort of my my league. Where I, go. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just telling Ben before that you're a key martial artist, and I've known you for so long, and we've we've talked about it a, a little bit, but never in great detail. And yeah, we're just interested to to learn about your martial arts, your I guess your history and what you've done. So, how did you get into it? Like, where did it start? It's a, it's a funny story, really. Um, I was a young man, I think 19 or 20 years old, and uh, like every Swiss, I did like a language uh, course, language stay in the UK. So I went to Bournemouth in the south of England for three months, and um, it's a bit like in a movie. So there was a pub, and opposite the pub is like a, one of these takeaway shops, and in the pub there always been fights and you know, not so not very nice scenes. And opposite in that takeaway store was a nice Chinese lady working there, and she was running this karate school. So all the students, they were you know being bashed up outside the pub. It was always you know always trouble. And um, some at some point we started talking to this lady in the, in the takeaway shop. I said, "You can actually join my karate class. It's really good fun." So me and a few friends went there um, one night, Wednesday evening, you know. And then she showed us all the, the tricks and the kicks and the punching and everything. And we we sort of got into it. And and ever since I'm uh, I'm sort of. You know, I'm just keen. I, I just enjoy it. <laughs> so that's how I got into it. But it's you know, in martial arts, are different styles. Um, it's you know, it's karate, judo, jiu-jitsu, uh, boxing, whatever. So many different MMA. Obviously, it's very popular these days. Um, and it's it's very hard to find the right uh, start, the right style, the right um, type which which suits you. So it's a bit of a journey, really, until you find your uh, what you like most in martial arts. So what have you done? Uh, so that was um, that was a style called Shukukai. Uh, it's a, ty- a style of karate, and uh, I later joined Kyokushin, which is another style of karate. So I always sort of was in in that um, in that um, sort of type of sports. In between, I tried a bit of MMA when I lived in London. Tried a bit of, bit of Krav Maga, which is a form of self defense. Um, but um, you know, at the end of the day, karate is sort of the best the best way forward, really, because um, it's a you know, in offensive sports, it's punching, kicking. It's not like you know, you're not going back and defend. I mean, you do defend yourself, but it's really just for uh, competitive sport where you, where you, you know, can go full on 
and especially Kyokushin is uh, supposed to be one of the toughest um, starts because it's full contact. So it's not like yeah. you know Shotokan where you get points and things. So it's really basically knockdown karate where you go in and you win or you lose, <laughs> pretty much. How do you pronounce that? That I've got it written down here, but I can't say it. How do you say it? Kokushan. So this the no, it's not called Kyokushin. Kyokushin. And that's your favourite Kyokushin. I, I thought your Japanese was better, <laughs> You know, your, your language skills. Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I can't even say it, but... Um, so that's your favourite style? It's, it's, you know, what I've been doing for a few years now, and um, I suppose, you know, once you start doing it, it's just, you, you go into it, and then there's obviously the, the, the belts, you know, different belts, so you kind of get gradings every six or every 12 months, so it's kind of... Um, and it's funny, my, my Shihan, which is, you know, which is the scenery instructor in our dojo, he just recently said in uh, Japan, where the style originates in, uh, they, they, back in the day, they did have the different colors of the belts and everything. They just had one belt, you know, and they put the, uh, the, the kimono, the, the, the doggy together. But in, in, in Western Hemisphere and Western countries, you need like gratification, you need belts, yeah. you need to be, you know, awarded for what you do. Yeah. So then uh, this whole you know bad system start, which is which is an interesting story. So um, yeah, but it, you know we, we need this though. You know we do something and then it's like in school you get a good grade, you know you get to the next next level etc. You go to uni and so on. So it's um, you know that's how it works and that's sort of how I got stuck there, <laughs> I suppose. How long has it been now that you've been doing it for? Uh, uh, it's, I had a long break in between, like I said. So I um, I started in when I was, I was twenty maybe. Uh, I did it for maybe six, seven years and I had the, at least a five year break where I did the MMA, a bit of kickboxing, right. tried a few things out, you know, just to sort of, you know, broaden my mind and, and, and try out new things, which which is interesting, which is an interesting journey. But uh, like I said, um, I moved to Australia about three years ago and, and saw this uh, Kyokushin Karate Club just down the road and I thought I need to get, I need to get back into it. <laughs> so that's all. Oh, I, um, yeah, came back. So Kyokushin, I think I've just said it wrong, but... What's what's the difference between that and and some of the other karate's like? I, I I think I read a little bit that it's and what you mentioned it's quite contact heavy. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So it's one of the uh, sort of uh, probably toughest styles because it's full contact. So in in tournament there's basically no protection, no protection apart from um, you know groin protection in touch. That's so basically like like bare neck of fighting or less. Uh, with the only difference that you don't punch to the head, you just right. punch the body. Uh, but you can kick, uh, knee kick, uh, you know, leg, foot kick, uh, heel kick, whatever, to the head, to the body, to the legs. So it's it's uh, known as quite a tough sport. But um, but again, it's it's the whole um, style which which makes it interesting. So it's not just the fighting. There's kata, which is the forms. There's the uh, the uh, the part of of, of more um, the technique basically, which is called kihon, where you learn how to do uh, the blocks, uh, the punches, the different punches with different parts of your hand. The inside, the outside, the elbow, and so on. So it's it's a, a very um, uh, you know wide, very broad uh, range of different techniques that you can that you can do with with karate. Yeah, absolutely. And you compete as well in tournaments. Yeah, I just started recently because I'm I'm an old man, as you know. I'm <laughs> turning thirty-eight in a few, in a few weeks, so uh, I can't believe I, I still do that. But I uh, know it's good fun, and uh, yes, just started competing a few months ago um, because here in Australia, the dojo I'm I'm, go I'm going to it in Sydney is quite it's quite um, an intense training, so they, they take it really seriously, which is which is great. 
which I enjoyed. So we had um, there's a, there's a tournament a few months ago, just a local um, Sydney tournament where I competed, and there was the nationals in uh, Brisbane, which is a few weeks ago, where I attended as well, which is good fun. How did you go? Yeah, uh, I'm, I can I can talk about the first one because I, I did quite well. Not the <laughs> na- not the second one, the nationals were <laughs> badly badly loose. But uh, no, the first one was, uh, was let's start with the good one, the positive. <laughs> The positive one. That was, that was um, yeah, like, like I said, it's a small tournament uh, in my in my um, sort of league in, in heavyweight, I suppose. Yeah. There was only four or five competitors in there, so I won the first two fights, and so I came first, which is which is great. And then the second tournament was the Nationals, which is obviously a slightly bigger scale. Mm-hmm. There was up in Brisbane. There's competitors coming. They came from from Perth, by the way. We had uh, uh, strong guys from from Perth coming yeah, over. Really strong and, guys from Perth. Uh, <laughs> Very strong guys. I'm, I'm not surprised you you went there. Yeah, ben, so I, I, <laughs> I might see you there. I'll get snapped in half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we do the next time. We do the next time. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, that was, that was uh, slightly um, more difficult there because my first opponent he was just too strong. He was um, 116 kilos, I think. He was oh, slightly, wow. you know, heavier and, and stronger and everything. So I did quite well, I think, in the first part. And then yeah, he just uh, dominated, which then. Uh, yeah, so I had to I had to go home, slightly limping. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any bad injuries, or have you had any bad I'm injuries? Uh, there's a lot of sprains and, and little things. It's not, um, you know, I, I think if, to be honest, in football or in, in soccer, uh, I suppose there's more injuries um, in, in like probably ninety minutes of, of a match than a, uh, in in a karate tournament because it's. It's more control, I suppose. It's it, it stops the fight. Stops, you know, when you when you have a nasty injury, it stops. You know, like MMA, where you keep on, you know, yeah. punching to the head or something. So it's kind of controlled. And um, I mean, you know, there are always injuries. I had lots of sprains and, and uh, little little um, ligament, you know, problems. Let's say, uh, but that's it really. But you know, I've seen I've seen some nasty injuries when when it's especially when there's a knockout. So when you have a yeah. straight kick to the head and the guy just basically drops down like a. Tomato, like a you know tomato from, from like an apple from the tree, <laughs> so you can see nasty stuff. So that, that, that sort of just switches you off for a bit, and, and then or a liver um, a punch to the liver um, is nasty as well. You can't see, but it's quite yeah. it's quite nasty. Yeah. So with you, so you've done you mentioned you've done a few different um, types of martial arts. When you're doing uh, karate and you're in the tournament, do you find the other styles creeping into your uh, karate, or are you? Singly focused, and you know you don't go for a, like an arm bar or something like that, or <laughs> try and get. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think that's pretty, uh, after, especially with the preparation for a tournament. You're you're pretty much focused on what you can do and what you can't do. Yeah. So you pretty um, let's say that with the rules, you know, as well, you try to not punch to the head, etc. Yeah. But when I in the first couple of weeks, when I when I moved to Australia and went to the dojo, and I was still in my MMA. Mm. So, like you said, you know, knockdowns and things. So, it's a, uh, inspiring on a, on a Sunday morning. I remember one guy um, attacking me. He was really strong. He was a second degree, degree black black belt, you know, stronger than me. And and he sort of um, showed me his back. So I tried, you know, I, I went to I went straight with his legs and took him up down on the ground instead of just you know pushing him and, and keep on fighting. So yeah, you have to be careful with the ground and pound. But, uh, and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just, just, uh, it's just a black bird, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's quite strict. So you're not allowed to, to pull. You know, it's not like a Thai boy, what is it, like Thai boxing where you can pull the guy and then smash right. him, you know, your yeah. knee into his, his face or something. You can't do that. You're not even allowed to grab him. You just have to, you can push a little bit, and, but you have to keep on punching, kicking, basically. It's <laughs> yeah. so quite strict on that. 
Japanese especially, they're really strict. So you have to be you know, straight face, you're not allowed to smile or to show your pain as well. So it's, it's really strict, it's quite tough as well. Yeah. Is there any weight cuts? So, you know, like in boxing and mixed martial arts, quite often a guy will weigh, let's just say 80 kilos normally, then he'll cut his weight, so he'll lose some water weight and he'll then get down to say 73, for example, weighs in and the next day, or straight after the weigh-in, he puts on the weight again. Is there any of that in karate? Yeah, it depends. So in, in, you know, traditionally, in our style, when you, when you go to the international, uh, uh, the international championship in, in like the world tournament, which is taking place in Tokyo every year, uh, this, there's no weight limit. So there's, there's like a, it's a draw. And then you, if, you, if you're lucky, you get a small guy, you know, 70 yeah. kilos. And if you're unlucky, you get like 100. 20 Maori guy from New Zealand, <laughs> strong legs and strong punches, you know, so, you know, it really depends, so there, there's no, like, weight um, divisions in, in the open tournament, okay. but then again, in, on a national level, for example, the nationals, they, they are weight limits, so they have, um, you know, they have, I was actually fighting the super heavyweight uh, division, which scared me, because I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, 98 kilos, but I'm definitely not a super heavyweight, <laughs> but then, I was fighting in that, in, that, in that division, and some people they might do that, but I think in general it's not it's not a thing. It's not like in uh, in, in UFC, you know, where you have to be yeah. under whatever seventy five kilos for featherweight uh, yeah. division, whatever. Um, I think it's it's not as uh, as strict because you know we're not making money really. I had to pay to go to Brisbane to participate <laughs> at the nations, you know. <laughs> so it's slightly less um, on a, on a professional level, let's say. So it's really your your love of the sport, then I guess. Yeah, you to enjoy it, you know, and, and you know the guy. So like I said, the guy uh, I was fighting, <coughs> excuse me, the guy I was fighting was actually from Perth, um, the second fight, fighter, and uh, we talked about our wives, the kids, you know, and we had a drink after. It's, it's more a family, really, you know, apart from those three minutes where you, you know, smash each other. On the never old family and friends that get along with each other. <laughs> How do you say, is it Krav Maga, the um, Israeli... Special Forces yeah, Defense. Exactly. How long did you do that for? Uh, that was about maybe two years. That was actually in Lucerne when I, when I lived in Lucerne. I think, Albert, you lived in Lucerne the same time. Yeah, yeah, or, I did. I did. I, I, think, I think I also tried to bring you to the, to the training, but you're, you're always uh, declined. He's always yeah. busy. I yeah. was always busy. Yeah. No, but you did hold a self defense course with some of the ladies that worked, I think, at the Lucerne Tourism Office. Um, yeah, exactly. And then you yeah. used me as the guy, as the bad guy, so they got to punch and kick yeah. and flip me. Because <laughs> like that. you've got that sex test. The guinea pig. <laughs> I needed a guinea pig. Yeah, I was a guinea pig for sure. <laughs> to see if it works, you know. So, how did you stumble into that one? There wasn't that another was, uh, Chinese was lady that was uh, owned a laundromat as well. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. No, to be honest, I just, um, I just uh, liked the because uh, it's, it's also with weapons, so it's not just you know defending against punches, kicks. Uh, it was also like quite real life situations, you know, you know, in the train station, <clears throat> someone attacks you from the side with a with a with a choke, or someone comes with a knife or a, a stick, or whatever. So it's a kind of real life situations which I, which I, which I liked, and um, it was good fun. It was good fun, but then I also think, and that's just my my really my personal opinion. And I, also, you have to train like basically every day, otherwise it doesn't work, right? You know, you learn like uh, it's, it's, it's YouTube, you know, or whatever silly videos go around on TikTok where you say, okay, someone is attacking you from the back with a choke, what do you do? Is it all right? So, first step you do, you know, try to put your fingers in, lean back, do, do whatever, that doesn't work. 
in reality. You know, in reality, it's like it might be in a pub, it might be dark, it might be the, the, the wet the floor, it might be wet, it might be three guys at the same time attacking you. One might have a knife and so on. So it's it's really um, you know the situation is so individual and, and and you can't really you know work with it. So it's yeah. it's good for the base and it's good to uh, you know to go to your mates in the pub and say, look, if you attack me, you do this, this, and that. And yeah. So um, it's definitely good fun, but um, you know, I, I think if you really want to learn self-defense, I suppose MMA would probably be the best because that's like everything, you know, it's mixed, so it's punching, kicking, elbow, uh, on the ground, grappling. I mean, in reality, about ninety percent or even more of a, of a street fight ends on the ground. Yeah. Essentially, you know, so it's it's quite good to have some grappling basics, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu basics, I suppose. So um, have you ever had to use it? Not really. I mean, once there was a situation when a guy who was very drunk and uh, it was funny, you know, in Switzerland, you have to, the, the army is compulsory in Switzerland. And uh, <clears throat> I just returned from uh, from one of the services I had to do in Bern, came back still in my uniform and everything, and just meet my, my uh, girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife actually, but <laughs> a long time ago. And uh, we had drinks in a, in a bar in, in Minefeld in my hometown, and there was this guy who was very, very. Uh, Inebriated and drunk, or whatever he took, and he just sort of started you know, touching her. My wife, my girlfriend, touching her, hugging her, and everything. And I said, like several times, just, just stop it, you know. Didn't listen, so um, you know, I gave him a bit of a uh, one of the techniques I learned. Let's say, <laughs> <laughs> try to gently, to gently, uh, you know, put him away from uh, from my a demonstration. So, uh, no, but it, that was yeah, just a quick demonstration, <laughs> which which um. Which is that dangerous because I was wearing the you know the army uniform and people looked at me like what is he doing? And but uh, that was more a bit of a defending her, not defending myself. So um, I didn't have, didn't have to use it yet. So um, I hope it stays like this. Um, I'm probably the first person staying away from trouble because um, it can end nasty. You know, if, you know, you always read in the paper. You, you read like stories of, of people getting punched in the face on an eye out and yeah. just don't get up anymore because they, they put, you know, bump their heads on a stone or something. It's just dangerous. So I'm, I'm probably the first person walking away from a, a sort of situation, I suppose. Yeah. No, that's probably the smart way. Yeah, that's right. Who are your, yeah. who, who are some of the martial artists that you admire? Or inspire uh, you as well? I read, I, yeah, it's, it's a good question. And, and there's all, all these martial artists out there, you know, Bruce Lee and, and, and Jackie Chan, etc. But I suppose one of my... Uh, uh, one of the points I'm looking up to is probably Andy Hook. I'm not sure if you know Andy Hook in uh, in Australia. So he's um, he's Swiss. So he was Swiss. He died many years ago, and he was actually a Kyokushin uh, Kyokushin style fighter. So he, he later changed to to um, uh, sorry K1. What was it? K1 uh, kickboxing, whatever it's called. So because you know there's more more money to make there. So he came from uh, poor uh, like a more rather poor family in uh, the centre of Switzerland. So they didn't have much money. So they but he was a really good fighter in Kyokushin and then changed to kickboxing to make some money. So he was one of the um, best fighters in the world. Um, yeah, I suppose he's still my my idol in the, in the Kyokushin world. He's still one of the you know well most known fighters. I think being Swiss anyway, good connection. So um, yeah, he's brilliant. Just a shame he had to um, die very very early. Um, of illness, so um, that was a shame. But he's he's brilliant, yeah. and there's many more. You know, there's many uh, Kyokushin fighters out there. They're not they're not like well known like those UFC guys you see on the telly, like the the Irish um, Jeff, what's his name, Conor McGregor, and all these lot. You know, so you know you wouldn't know that. I mean, some of those names I don't even know myself. I just watch it, and my Shihan or my Sensei says, "Look, he's really like he's the world champion three years in a row," and I, I didn't even know his name. You know, <laughs> it's it's really really good, great fighters out there. 
So, uh, but I suppose Andy Hoog is pretty much uh, a Kyokushin legend, so um, he would be the one. I would um, yeah, give a lot of, pay a lot of money to have a chat with him and just talk to him if I could. <laughs> yeah. So do you uh, watch Cobra uh, Kai? Oh, I did actually. You I did? did. Yeah. I did watch it, and um, uh, me and my wife was just uh, we just waiting for the new season to start, which uh, was <laughs> when was it? Not long ago. Yeah, I think. not that long ago. Yeah. But uh, really excited. Yeah, the new <laughs> season, and uh, I must say, from a from a martial art perspective, those techniques, it's you know, there's so much rubbish coming from from Hollywood, and you know, but these techniques they 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 showcase in those series are actually quite good from a sort of karate perspective. So it's yeah. a lot of. You know, they're not sweating, they never sweat, right? <laughs> I mean, after, after, ten minutes, after three minutes of sparring, I'm, I'm okay, but in the film, they never sweat, so I find that funny. Really good techniques, and I really enjoyed it. Have, have you watched it as well? Yeah, because I was going to ask um, what you thought of the techniques in there, and so you sort of just uh, preempted and answered, so it was interesting, yes. To, oh, to yeah. Say yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's really good, it's really well done, and the, the, the choreography is, is, is greatly done, and I like when they, you know, when they, when they come in groups, and that's that. That's when it gets complicated. It's not just one on one, like it is in a tournament. We do, you know. It's really like you know. There's two guys from that side, and that's actually when you can showcase your karate style in in, in full, not just you know the, the tournament rules. You know, there's um, kicks to the groin, there's elbows to the head, etc., which you can't do in tournaments. So in the Cobra Kai, really nicely shows there as well what what you can do with with karate. So um, I suppose well done. <laughs> yeah, cool. There you go. Do you think yeah. do you think um, strength training and cardio? Is that really important as well for karate? Well, I suppose if you want to compete and if you want to, um, you know, get better at tournament, you know, tournaments and in, in gradings and, and improve yourself, I think it's really important. Um, yeah, so it's, it's definitely one of the essential things of, of training. And if you, if you stop doing that, it's it's just you stop. So it's Maji. I mean, he, he says in a really nice way. He always says, you know, you don't have to be better than the guy next to you, but you have to get better than yourself every time you go training. That makes sense, you know. So I think that that's that's that just makes sense, you know. If you, do, if you can do the kick only to the uh, chest height, that's that's good. But then you don't need to look at your name. You have to maybe the next day you you have to be better than yourself. So maybe you can kick to your head height instead of just chest height, you know. So you have to be better than yourself every time you go to training. And with this in mind, you know, you're motivated. You get there, and you can, you can go. Uh, if you try to do the split, you know, you can you can go even further down. And last time, so that's that's the motivation. And of course the uh, Rewards when you win the tournament. I mean, that's mm. probably you know look at that trophy and say, look, you've made well done, you've done it. You know, so that's sort of the you know, the re- reward after hard training. But it is hard. I mean, it's you know it's not easy when you prepare for a tournament and you you have this this training program like to get up in the morning at six, do hit running, do weights and things. So it's it is intense, you know, especially if you've got family and kids and everything. So that you know, doesn't help <laughs> for that. <laughs> and. You just went through some grading recently, is that right? Uh, no, it's coming up. It's coming up oh, on okay. Sunday, actually. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So what? Is, so what happens in that? So are you? Is it for brown belt or black belt or what's the go? So I'm, I'm going for a brown belt, which is which is uh, in in coaching grading is is quite a senior belt. So it's not a black belt yet. So yeah. it's just before black belt, but it's quite a senior. Um, Quite a senior grade in, in coaching, which means it's, it's going to be quite intense. So I'm um, I'm glad we do the podcast now and not like yeah. on Sunday evening because <laughs> that would be, that would be yeah. a slightly slightly different move there. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be got to, got to be tough, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. How many hours is that grading? Uh, well, this is going to be between five and six hours, I think. Oh, so it's wow. quite long. So they really 
test you, you know, they test you like properly. You know, it starts with warm up, starts with techniques, and then it's the uh, the idogeko, which is the stepping technique. So you walk at the same time you do a technique over and over again, different techniques and very fast and, and just no break. And that, that that that's what kills you, you know. And and of course there's the forms, the kata as we call it. So it's it's like a choreography, it's like a dance, you can say. So it's 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 a performance. You do the forms, you showcase the forms with full power, but without the actual opponent. So that's kata. And then the last bit is usually is usually sparring. So it's fighting. It's probably forty or fifty different fights, where we have to uh, fight uh, one minute each with uh, a fresh opponent every time. So it's that usually that's usually at the end of the uh, you know, of the grading, where they really want to test you. So it's quite a long, uh, a long grading really. So in, in in Switzerland when I did the gradings, there was like an hour and a half, and that was it. Yeah. So slightly more relaxed, let's say. <laughs> So we look forward to getting the photo from you then holding your, your black belt then. Yeah, it well, might, might be another year, but uh, I hope I hope I, I'll manage at some point, yeah. <laughs> and maybe maybe I, I can I can invite you guys to some, some training at some point, that'd be great. There we go, yeah. It would be good, because Ben's done a little bit of karate <laughs> as well. Have you? Oh years and years ago, yeah, yeah. As a as a oh, as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's never too late. It's never too late. <laughs> No, I get injured now just uh, going down the stairs, so. <laughs> <laughs> Getting down to the, the, the basement, get some, some beers and back up, back up the stairs, I forget. That's right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Roundhouse round kick the can into the bin or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the rubbish out. Yeah. That's good, that's good. Thanks a lot for joining us. Appreciate you taking the time, especially it's quite late in Sydney now, so thanks heaps for that. That's all right, no, it's been a pleasure. And Good we look fun. forward to it. I'll shoot you a message on Sunday evening to see how you went. See, see if I'm alive. You've, you've got my wife's number as well in case I'm not able to reply. <laughs> You're in the hospital full body cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good luck for everything and I appreciate the chat. It's been nice to uh, meet you and to chat to you. And, um, yeah, talk to you next time. Sounds Thanks, good. Thanks, guys. See ya. Yeah, mate. Bye. Okay. <laughs> see you soon. Bye-bye. Cheers. Call ended. Great chat. Cool. Yeah, nice guy. Do you want to go back to your spot? No, I like sitting next to you. It's <laughs> nice holding hands during that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, yeah, that was a good chat with Livio. Yep. Interesting to see, or not to see, to hear his journey mm -hmm. and how involved he is in karate. Still can't say what he's doing exactly. <laughs> how do you pronounce it? Kara uh, karate. Kyokushin, I think. <laughs> Kyokushin, yeah, that's yeah. about right. That was good. Next, um, should we try our second beer for the day? Yeah, let's think? do that. So I've got another another beer. Where's my glasses case? Yeah, oh my god. I've got some whiskey as well. Should we just get really, <laughs> just get wild? Just get wild. Calling sick tomorrow. Uh, so I've got another beer. It's a, I'll talk about it when I get it, but I'm going to use half of it now. Yep. And then half of it for our blend later because it's pretty strong in alcohol, so I don't want to get drunk and then uh, get pulled over by the police officer people. Sounds good. So let's go get some more beers. So we're back. Tell us about this beer. This beer. So it's a, I went for a sour beer because my local bottle shop seems to be stocking way more sours than anything else. Mm -hmm. And this also has two of my favorite fruits in it, mango and passion fruit. So this one's from Loophole Brewing. It's called Bang Lassie. 
It's a uh, yeah, it's got a fermented puree with some soft pilly wort and heaps of rolled oats. <laughs> so what does it say? The use of pale malt makes for a soft, hazy body to balance lactic acid and fruit flavours. I could not find much on the actual Weepop Brewing's website. I had to find just a random random website that reviewed beers to get any information, but it looks like a glass of juice. Yeah. I'm kind of it does. Yeah, so Viva cheese. Six point two percent. Definitely smell that mango. The label's good as well. Sorry, where do you say they were from? Uh, they I don't know actually. Oh. Sour doesn't do Sour, it for me. No. Eh? Oh, you're not liking it, so because this is going to form part of our our, our, um, our blend. It might actually work. Yeah. Because there's going to be some sorbet and some mixed fruit in there as well. So I'm going to make like a like a beer smoothie. <laughs> Just you know, get rid of that Jesus health God. kick. Yeah. Not a fan of the sour beer. Mm. Oh well. Oh, we can't all be winners. You don't have to drink it. It's alright. It was $25 a can, but whatever. <laughs> so what have we got now? So we've done um, Favourite Martial Artist. We've spoken to Livio. Uh, we've got Guess the Movie. Yeah, let's do Guess the Movie. Then uh, then a blend. We'll do the wake-up scenario and the would you rather after the blend. Sounds good. Radical. So I'm now going to connect. Connected to Ben's phone oh, yeah. and Albert's S21. There we go, both. Rock and or roll. Let's go. So do you want to do yours first? Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it, do it. Picture's up. Picture's up. That's roll sound. Rolling. Rolling. Sound speeds. Camera speed. Take two. Mark. And action. My target here. Do they know me? Who is that? Do they know me? I don't know what you're talking about. You're very smart or incredibly stupid. Get off. Gene Hackman. It doesn't sound like Lex Luthor. <laughs> so it's not like Superman 1 or anything like that. Uh, what else has he been in? Shall I play it one more time? Nah, is it? Um, if you don't mind, let's have a, have a go. See if I can... My target here. Do they know me? Who is that? Do they know me? I don't know what you're talking about! They're very smart or incredibly stupid. Get off! I don't think I don't I don't know these Gene Hackman movies. Is is he robbing a bank or something in, in this movie? No. No. What is it? Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I've seen it with Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, good movie. movie. It is a good movie. Cool. Oh, Ben. Yeah. I thought you definitely thought you were going to get that. I was trying to think in my head all the Gene Hackman movies. I think of Superman One, Superman Two, Superman Three. Was that scene too hard or? Uh. Maybe, I don't know. I maybe. thought it was uh, one of the biggest scenes. Maybe if you had Will Smith in it, I would have. Well, he was the one talking. Was he? Mostly Gene Hackman. That's yeah. right. That's fine. That was a good right. one. Good one. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, enemy State. Good movie. Uh, actually, I've got a hard one for you as well, so... Okay. <clears throat> I'll do the hard one first, yeah. just to, for paybacks. Ms. Norberry has been accused of selling drugs. Now, what the young ladies in this grade need is an attitude makeover. And you're going to get it right now. I don't care how long it takes. I will keep you here all night. We can't keep him past four. I will keep you here until four. Jesus. I'd be surprised if you get this one. Any tips? Any tips? I think it's a bit of a cult classic movie. Very popular among uh, girls. It's about maybe uh, it's a high school, set during high school. Lindsay Lohan was in it. Bad girl? <clears throat> 
It's mean very, Girls? Very close. It's Mean Girls, yes. Did I've I never give, seen it. Did I give it away too much? Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. so you've never seen it? No. No, nor have I actually, but... Uh, How did you... Why did you pick it? Because I think it's just one of those movies that's maybe well known enough that you might just tweak onto it if it gave you maybe a hint, maybe not that great, that great of a hint. Bad girls. Lindsay Lohan's in it, it's in high school, it's girls are in it. Where do I get bad girls from? Uh, I think, I don't know, do you like, you like bad girls, don't you? Mean girls, bad girls, yeah. Alright, my go. They did so much fucking with Sicilian women, huh? That they changed the whole bloodline forever. That's why. Blonde hair and blue eyes became black hair and dark skin. And the only thing I can think of is good fellas. Would you like to listen to it one more time? Do you want a tip? <laughs> a hint? Give me the tip, Albert. The tip? The hot tip? <laughs> it is... Do you know who the actor is they're talking? Let, if you, let me listen to it again, perhaps, then I'll listen more intently. They did so much fucking with Sicilian women, huh? That they changed the whole bloodline forever. That's why blonde hair and blue eyes became black hair and dark skin. I can't even pick the actor. Dennis Hopper? Is it Dennis Hopper? It's a gangster movie. Yes. So, yeah, and you know I don't like gangster movies, so well, well, <laughs> well done. So you've, I've, you've found, like, when I do all the Marvel movies, you've... You found my weakness, which is gangster movies, and Dennis Hopper is in it. So Speed's not a, a gangster movie. I don't. I, it's got Christopher Walken in it as well. So it's not Batman Returns, is it? <laughs> no, I don't. You're gonna tell me what it is, and I'll be like, yeah, that's. I haven't seen that movie. True Romance. I don't even know what that movie's about. Isn't it? Was written by Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Not directed by him. I yeah. Don't think. But that scene is a part of a. Oh, sorry. Those 15 seconds is a part of it, just the best scene. Really? I would say it's maybe the best scene of all time in a movie. Whoa. Why is it, it so good? It's intense. Yeah. And what he's saying there is basically he's answering a question. Yeah. Or, I don't want to spoil it. I'm not, True not sure. True romance. So it's got Christian Slater. Okay. It's got Brad Pitt as a stoner. All right. I do like Brad Pitt stuff. But he's in it. He's not in it for very long at all. Maybe I'll give it a I don't know go. if... Because your taste is a lot different to my taste. You love your Marvel and your basic action stuff. Oh, I like all sorts of things. And uh, I would say I like a little bit more, less mainstream stuff. So, when you say the greatest scene of all time, do you think it's better than that scene from Inglorious Bastards at the start, where the, uh, the Jew hunter is talking to the French dude? In his house. That's pretty intense. That's pretty intense. I'll give you that. Yeah. More intense than that. I like this scene because it's intense and it's humorous <clears throat> at the same time. Well, that scene's pretty funny too. In Inglourious Bust. <laughs> There's yeah. some humour, yeah. Okay. So, True Romance, I'm not sure if it's your thing because you didn't like some of the other movies. I'll give it a go. And gangster movies I typically am not a huge fan of, but I did like Goodfellas. And yeah, that's I'm awesome. Alone, that's a pretty good gangster movie. <laughs> True um, Romance. True um, Romance. I want to tell you more about that scene, but I don't want to wreck it because it's about eight minutes long. Yeah. But it's just so. How so long is the movie? Nine minutes. Nice. <laughs> um, I don't know, a hundred minutes or so. Okay. All right, I'll give you this one. It could be challenging if you don't like mainstream stuff. Besides, you don't want to have to touch my right foot. I got wicked bad frostbite when I was in the Scouts. Check it out.
pretty messed up, huh? The hideousness of that foot will haunt my dreams forever. Oh yeah, I've heard that before. So it's Adam Sandler. Yep. I think it's a movie I haven't seen. There's quite a few of his that I haven't seen because a lot of them are shit. True. So it's not... It's a Big Daddy. It's not Big Daddy. It's not Big Daddy. Whatever it is. It's not Happy Gilmore, not Billy Madison. It's mm. not... Zohan, piece of shit movie that, that I've was, never seen. That was either. crap too, wasn't it? Yeah. What else has he done? This is older. It is pretty, yeah, a bit older. Winona Ryder, isn't it? Oh, Mr. Deeds? It is Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Well done, well done. That's two from two, Albert. Gotta give you the crown, you're the movie guy now. Movie buff. Movie buff. Have to go back to the old Marvel movies, I think, just to stop <laughs> you next week. She'll stop me all day on those ones. Alright, so that was cool. That was that was good. You stumped me. Um, I've got a movie to watch now. Should we go back downstairs and blend the rest of this beer so you might be able to enjoy it? Do we want to do wake-up scenario, blend, what would you rather? Okay, and then so we finish with the what would you rather? Yeah. Okay. So it's my wake-up scenario. I really struggled this week because I was, I think I, st I did it last night because I was finished editing the podcast and busy and stuff. So struggling, I scratched my head and I... I came up with one and it seemed to have like these dark sort of wake up scenarios like yes yeah so this one's pretty this one's pretty dark too so you wake up and you're in a shark <laughs> yes uh, you wake up Toto I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore and you're standing in a warehouse in the middle of the warehouse is a person tied to a chair wearing a hood. This person has secret codes that will prevent a nuclear holocaust. Your prevent, job, sorry, sorry, prevent, prevent. Yeah, not not start one. Yeah. Prevent a nuclear holocaust. Your job is to extract the information from this person by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. What torture methods are you going to implement to get these codes? Is this person a male or a female? Let's go male. All right, that's easier. Okay. <laughs> wow. Now you're really bringing out the dark Albert here. <laughs> Probably start burning his fingers. Burning his fingers with yep. a lighter? Yep. Yeah, okay. That doesn't work. Maybe chop off a toe? Mm-hmm. Chopper style? Chopper style? What's chopper style? Just like hack away at it. He just sort of made them pop off, didn't oh, he? Oh, I didn't say that. Did he have some? He didn't like the way it just popped off. <laughs> How did he, did he use like a cigar cutter or something, did he? Something like that. Yeah, okay. That doesn't work? Yep. Go for the groin. The groin is the, is the, yeah. Start cutting his balls. Cutting, okay. Penis, and I think once you get to that, mm. they're going to give up. He's going to give the codes? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good one, okay. How about you? Well, I went, I thought, yeah, straight to the balls. <laughs> <laughs> for, because. I want to avoid that, because it's so horrible. Yeah, but this person's going to end, you know, basically end the world if you don't get their get their information. Yeah. Because you know that scene from Casino Royale in, in um, James Bond, mm. where he's sitting there naked in the chair and he hits his balls with that rope, like yeah. that. Oh, that's pretty bad. So I'd probably just start with that. Uh, the burning, the burning of the fingers. That was interesting. After the balls. I don't know, what would I do? I feel like eyeball. Maybe do something to the eyeball. Yeah, that's a yeah. Like you get, like you just keep getting closer and closer to the eyeball, and then mm. um, I don't know. Maybe take his penis off and put it on his eyeball. <laughs> into his nostril. <laughs> yeah, into his nostril. <laughs> but I think I think the testicle thing straight away will just be like he gives up. Yeah, I'm done. You're done. Yeah, 
I don't think nuclear war is worth not having testicles. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess that could have gone oh, way, way, way darker. God. Yeah. Could have spent hours on this. Well, you don't want to die. You don't want them to die. So you... Oh, you do. At the end of it, you're going to kill them. You've got a Glock standing on the table as yeah, well. Yeah, but you want the code first. You want the code, yeah. But then once they're done, you know, he's sitting there, he's got no balls, he's got burnt fingers. Uh, just may as well. <laughs> Alright. Cool. Alright, let's go blend. See how this... I think the blend might work. This, the, the whole I'm looking forward to this blend. Yeah. It's nice and fruity. We've gone from a dark, from a dark wake-up scenario to a positive blend. To an effervescent blend. <laughs> And we're back. We're back. So what do we have, Ben? So this is a, a beer smoothie. So it's the <laughs> this, the uh, sour beer that we just drank. But I've added some passion fruit sorbet and some mixed berries to it. So we've got a healthy breakfast smoothie. Is You're, that the inspiration, a breakfast smoothie? I figured, yeah, what a way to start a nice summer day. Then mm -hmm. with a beer and some fruit. So here you are. Sounds good. Mm, I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Makes the beer taste better. It does. Mm. Taste all the berries. Very summery. So there's plenty left over. You're just gonna put it in a glass and drink it tonight when I when I go. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just sit on the couch and you got a whole can of beer in there. So. Mm. Mm, that's actually. Good. It's actually quite lovely. Thanks, man. That was good. You're welcome. So we got the final thing for this podcast today. Oh, one little thing. Oh, okay. Only fans. We did have a ask me anything last week. Oh yeah. We did get a late question that came in. Oh, right, okay. That we weren't able to answer mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. So let me just ask it right now. Yeah, okay. So, hello, Ben and Albert. Long time listener, first time caller. You don't know me, and I wish I didn't know you. <laughs> I have noticed that you like to see if different things can be blended. However, have you considered trying a segment called Does It Solid? <laughs> in which you try to reconstruct smoothie ingredients to the original form. Example, a banana smoothie transformed back into a banana. Thanks and good luck. So that is from Michael in Bristol in the UK. Well, thank you, Michael from Bristol. That's uh, an interesting one. So it's sort of like, is it like alchemy or? It's not teleportation. <laughs> so taking a banana smoothie, is it? I thought about this a bit. We could make a banana smoothie, retain the skin of a banana and freeze it and then in, in the skin of the banana and have like a a frozen banana, but then you peel it back and suck it on it like a, uh, like an icy pole. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's what he means, or does it mean to like reconstruct its molecular structure so it's a banana again? Because if we could, if we could master that, we won't be doing the podcast anymore. I think we'll be millionaires, perhaps. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> does it solid? No, it doesn't. Or yes, it does. Because not someone else suggested that we do. So you know how we made the the whopper. Yeah which is pretty gross mm. but if we had formed that into a patty and made a burger out of a whopper meal so the patty itself and then make it that could have been <laughs> pretty gross well there was coke in there as well oh yeah so I'm thinking next year blends maybe we're done mm. I want to do will it waffle <laughs> I want to take foods and see how well they waffle <laughs> you know like a whopper we could put it in a waffle iron and then maybe there's all maybe there's always a scoop of ice cream and some maple syrup yeah. is like the common yeah. denominator. So we've got a waffle base and eat it like we would like a regular waffle. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think about <laughs> a waffle? 
Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. Exactly. <laughs> Alright. Wake up scenario. Oh, we just did that. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, what would you rather? So you wake up and you're paying attention to the podcast. <laughs> sorry, I meant what would you rather. So I've got one. Oh, you've got one. Okay. You ready? Alright, shoot. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade? In a coma for a decade. Yeah? Yep. Yep. Why is that? Uh, why is that? I don't know. I feel like in a decade's time, the world might be a better place. I'd probably... I could have a beard. I might have grown a beard in 10 years. Um, probably shaved nuts. The nurses would make sure. I think that's like they do that all the time, right? Shave your nuts. Yeah. So you, Do they really? I die from... And how do you know this? Yeah. You probably get that in prison too, though. Uh, and I wonder if like they would hold my job and I just continue getting no I don't get sick pain until that runs out but I still think the coma because prison what sort of prison are we talking about here hardcore like pound in the ass federal prison or low, low, your local minimum prison. security there's a yeah. few people in there or maybe uh, I reckon I'd do pretty well in prison yeah <laughs> prison but I like the idea of a coma. I haven't had a good sleep in a long time. <laughs> so I think a coma would be all right. What about you? Because I've got a child, I'd go prison. Because you'd be able to at least see them every now and then and see them grow up. and Yeah, okay. Maybe see some videos and photos and mm -hmm. be a part of the journey a little bit. Conjugal visits. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. And well, you're obviously not there, but at least you're sort of a little bit there. Yeah. But if I did have a child, I'd go coma. Yeah? Yeah. E even though you're still married? Do you think Domenico would wait for you? Or should you move back to Switzerland and find a real Swiss guy? 100% Swiss. 100% <laughs> Swiss. Not just this 50-50. Yeah. Hybrid. I just don't like my chances in jail. You are very fair, like soft skin. So yeah, you would probably be the soap bearer. Yeah. You'd be... I don't know, I've done some karate, sorry, some ninja. Right. I don't know, I just, 10 years is a long time, but you wake up and like you say, it's, there's a lot of shit you go through every day, in everyday life. Mm. Yeah, 10 years away from Dominica is a long time, but how long is it for you really? For them it's a long time, so I guess I you've like got to consider. Good, it's a good nap, unless you can hear everybody that comes to your coma yeah. bedside and, they, and you can hear them, I'm assuming they're sobbing. Um, I don't know, do you reckon the fans would pick up the podcast after 10 years? You'd, uh, welcome back, Albert, from the, from the coma. <laughs> That'd be probably a really interesting first episode. So what was it like in the coma? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have dreams? Which I think they do. Really? Sometimes I can hear people. Okay. Is that just based on a movie that you've seen? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. While you were sleeping? While you were sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, coma, I think that'd be good. Imagine that. You'd wake up so refreshed. Probably be skinny. Like, I'd, you'd be really you'd, skinny. You'd be skinny enough, but probably I could stand to lose a couple of... KGs. Yeah, you're pretty chubby. Yeah, do that. Uh, everyone would probably be happy to see you when you wake up, maybe. Yeah. Unless they forget about you. Maybe, I don't know. I just want to shave balls. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you have balls? Yeah. <laughs> what's, on the top. So, what's your one? So, would you rather use a toothbrush that you dropped in the toilet or wear a pair of underpants that you found in a public bathroom for a day? Is it your toilet that you're dropping? Yeah, so you've just woken up, you've taken a big morning shit, you've flushed, mm. brushing your teeth. No, you knock your toothbrush into the toilet, you haven't brushed your teeth yet. Can you wash them? Uh, can you wash them afterwards? The toothbrush? Yeah. Yeah, you can wash it under the tap. Pro yeah, probably that. Yeah? So even though you've just taken a big grogan? 
Well, it depends how, what is it, diarrhea or is it just the standard? I don't know what, you have, what your diet's like. Do you get enough fibre? Did you have Indian the night before? <laughs> and you're lactose intolerant, but you ate a tub of ice cream anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes to all, <laughs> yeah, all, yeah. all of the above. Yeah. So you had a dodgy uh, vindaloo. Maybe undies, maybe undies for a day, yeah, you? Uh, yeah, I think I'd put the undies on. Yeah, I yeah. think just that, that shit getting, it's probably hard to get that smell and with, I think I guess you can wash it and if you wash your toothbrush, you can definitely probably get it back to how it was. I don't think there's enough water in the world to wash the dirt <laughs> off of that <laughs> if, after it's been in the toilet. Yeah. Um, no. we, we don't want to see your morning turds, eh? No, no. Yeah, sort of like, you know that scene in Jurassic Park where they walk up to the Triceratops <laughs> yeah. booth? Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that. yeah, pretty much. Just more corn. More corn. Yeah. I'm about 50-50 on this. I feel like I could wash my toothbrush pretty well. Yeah. The undies look really worn. Like, the elastic is not there anymore. They're soiled. Like, there's definitely a stain or two on them. Yeah, I'm just going to go toothbrush. Go I, toothbrush. I think I could handle that. I think I could clean it. Yeah, okay. You? I still think the undies. I still think the undies. <laughs> Uh, are you wearing your new glasses, by the way? Yeah, my new eighty-year-old uh, lady glasses. They are yeah. gigantic. Has anyone mentioned how big they are? No one has. Actually. <laughs> no one has. It's just me. I notice it. No, they're not that big. They're all good. Yeah, well, anyway. good chat. Yeah, it was a nice episode today. It was a very good episode, actually. I think we'll see what the listener thinks. Yeah, well, let's see what you think. Yeah, and what I think. The two yeah. listeners. Give us your feedback, listener, and see if you think will it waffle is a good idea. If you want to, if you want us to waffle stuff instead of blending next year. Will it waffle? Will it waffle, yeah. Good stuff. Thanks, man. Thanks, Albert. Speak to you next week on Saturday when I beat you at golf. True. Yeah. See you later. See ya. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. Ah! Curious ramblings. (laughs) Oh, Bon Jovi!